How are musicians like us who don't live in LA or Nashville, don't have rock star parents and are willing to play and grow our careers from our own money in a new way without publishing deals or recording contracts, choosing instead to follow a vision we believe in, earning a lifelong income from music through building relationships and intentional strategy, yet still remaining in love with the music industry? That is a magic question, and this podcast will discuss answers. No music, no life. Hello everyone, welcome to No Music, No Life. I just want to touch on something today, uh, really about where management is in regard to helping artists improve their income from their music. And as you know, the single goal ultimately is to create a lifelong income from your music. And there's many different ways, both original and covers, uh, through Uh, copywriting and things like that where you can make incomes but there's multiple parts to the plan and you can look at uh, successful signed artists um, you can speak to newly signed artists you can speak to independent artists and there's many different viewpoints uh, around how to do it now some uh, I I heard the other day at a um, uh, industry talk uh, one artist just followed the same traditional plan that was really big probably 20 years ago uh, he's been able to make it work in regard to the machine and his own processes. And then I spoke, then I listened to another artist who's more, who has for the last 30 years, uh, even when he, from when he was originally signed, uh, used a system where he uses his skills in many different areas to develop income. Now, and, and now with technology, you can go even further with what you can do with your sound. Now, as you know myself through musoplay.com, um, I am a uh, big fan of music. I think it's one of those uh, consistent parts of life uh, that everyone leans toward to uh, enjoy their existence, basically. And when I see one of the things I've noticed over the years, and it's probably broken my heart, is that in any given street, like in your neighbourhood, there are world-class musicians. Uh, there are there are music teachers on twenty dollars an hour that can articulate the journey of music you know, over the last four hundred years. Read the language, understand instruments, build them, make them, repair them, uh, advise on them, and um, I just one of the things that uh, sort of has got me. You know what? I'm actually, I'm going to throw stones. I basically, uh, I get all sorts of information through research and I keep an eye on the industry. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I do have a, an ability to, once I focus on something, be able to tunnel and find out what's going on. And I found a few management uh, offers around different music industry publications. So I put my email in and see what happens. Now, one that came back was, you know, here's your free top 10 tips for an indie artist. And I'm a little concerned. Um, you know, on the outside, 
you know, an artist will choose to do some things himself. Will also get a done for you style model. But what are they giving you? And my concern is that the free stuff is nonsense. And nowadays you can give someone everything, but unless you sort of have that connection and can help articulate something, it just leads to the same sort of confusion. So internally, uh, too much information, that white noise, the pointless information, internally affects motivation. And then all of a sudden, great musicians who have applied their craft with discipline can actually become okay to the point where they're lazy. And when you become that way, that's an internal problem because what you, the white noise you're getting externally is really feeding confusion, warm and fuzzy detail. Now, there is enough of everything out in the world for a musician to get ahead. The main thing is, is they just need an ability on the different parts outside of the music to join the dots because a great musician can join notes and uh, create beauty. But when it comes down to, you know, in the beginning, it seems that business feels like it's 80%. But once you implement a system, like what we're working with on museoplay.com, that should reduce that after a year down to about 20%. It's like a, you know, daily habits, a daily single habit, you know, that knocks down many different facets of your career flywheel so that you can concentrate on your craft. And the problem that we're getting in this sort of warm and fuzzy touch points of white noise is, you know, they're advising, now make sure you play live. And um, sometimes the hardest thing is just to start and um, ask for help. Know your why. You know know what I mean? Like, this is stuff uh, that's in the modern world of things that you get told anyway and lots of different things like when you're working for someone it's almost like an employee style of thing you know work for me and I'll work with you why uh, and, and, and a management's trying to now be, have you in a submissive relationship if, with through fuzzy white noise you know set goals I mean come on you're alive you, you know everything's all right you, you, you just need concrete detail you know find a deal like if you're a musician spending all your time on the crafts, you're really dealing with your immediate environment. And what's the best thing you can do in an immediate environment? Build a network. And what do you do with that network? It's not like uh, network marketing where you just get all the numbers up and see what happens. Although there is a skill with that in regard to online leveraging of your profile. But ultimately... You want to be, in this regard, building up a vested interest in your peers or your fellow musicians. Because the single best thing you can do is celebrate another musician. There's a great tip for you. That's a great way to get ahead. But, you know, oh, just find a deal. You know, you know another one's have fun. Have fun. Do you know what's fun? Is using valuable information in your career not warm and fuzzy nonsense. So, you know, and then save your pennies. You know, there's a process through your products that you develop as an artist and your publishing that creates 
and equivalent to saving pennies in a jar. So if you do that, that creates your own compound because music in the beginning is pennies and you're better to save around the products and publishing you're doing. That creates the dollars as you grow into a lifelong income from your music. Sorry, I just get a bit upset. Like, you know, speak truth, you know, and be yourself, all this. It's, you've got to understand, like, gaining attention comes down to, as a human being, you've got many facets. And as a musician, that can go so deep. But you have to still package it because people's attention spans are affected by the modern world. If you can package your truth, as they would say, or being yourself, you have to understand how to draw that down into your character. That, as David Bowie would say, uh, is your public perform performing artist. It's separate. And you have to understand that because people don't want the hundred bits of who you are. They want to have a single focal point. And that, is that under your name? Is it under a, show, a character for a show? So a great show last week with an excellent musician, uh, Mar Sahara. He did, he's created The Fool. That alone has meant now people are turning up. He packed the place out third show. Now that's word of mouth. That's interest. That's simplifying it for your fans. Okay. Your fans actually need you. But you're sort of thinking with this warm and fuzzy thing, oh, you need your fans. Now, it, they do, you do coexist. That's the beauty of music. But understand, they're looking for that. Uh, they're looking for the creativity that you have. And this sort of warm and fuzziness, you know, um, have fun. <sighs> like, the, it's, it's in a serious thing. And I mean, don't get worked up, but... That's sort of a given, you know, like if someone's got to manage you, they've got to give you systems, they've got to give you enough so you can do it yourself, but then that justifies why you have them. Because some management will want you to sign over your publishing rights. That is part of your long-term income from your music. So your plan should be to learn how to build basic systems, and management and signing. And if you go down that path, that is a point to scale. You're just plugging into their machine. Maybe they'll have access to better support musicians. So your music just sounds a little bit more professional. Maybe they have access to a marketing machine that is connected for like 30 years. So they just plug you in. But if you go in completely naive, if you go, they'll com continue to take advantage. And, and an example would be... Uh, I'm not sure how it, how it ended up. We could probably Wikipedia it nowadays. But John Cougar Mellencamp is an 80s artist. He doesn't own the rights to his music. So he can't retire from the cash flow of all of his year's works, all the, all the work that he's done, all those hits. Someone else traded his rights. Now you think, how does that happen? So there's a lot of things. It's just... We know great musicians, but there's so many things you should just get in, even if it's awareness, like a scaffold of where you are so that when you're being spoken, when you're planning, when you're trusting people, you can visualize and join the dots in your mind. Even if you don't want to tell them, you'll know. That put, gives you a position of strength. This will minimize conflict as you experience your journey in sound along the way.
because the end result is you enjoying, you know, having fun, enjoying your career like you would any other choice you're doing, more so than that, you know, uh, make sure that you um, earn another income, you know, like they, 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 there is a... There is an important part of your journey where you will earn any income you can get to support your craft. And sometimes with creative people, they've shown that if you just have a single focus, that brings you that cash flow, that brings you that stability in your life. Because, you know, if you've got responsibilities, they want cash flow. I've, I've gone through that. Uh, even right now, we're doing a project where I've lowered my cash flow to concentrate on the project. Now, I have responsibilities like you. So... You, the best thing for us creatives is to have a single focus, even a small income coming in as we transform into the fully fledged artist. So having that singular focus also gives us a, like a foundation. So as we're creating a product, uh, a show for our fans, we also don't deliver something that sprays out a hundred different things that confuses the fans. So... I know I spoke about a lot of things, but generally I'm just concerned that these old ideas of, you know, warm and fuzzy management, when they should just be giving you so much more so that you can join the dots yourself. And I mean, really stay in touch if you want to go down that road. Um, we've got musosecrets.com. We just do the same podcast. And any information we do through musoplay.com. And we're actually going to, I'm going to start doing some uh, footage this month, the start of 2020, to do videos on YouTube. So I'll keep you in that loop, just so you can start to see how I think. And I think this sort of nonsense about 10 warm and fuzzy things when you're starting out, it's just nonsense. You've got to, you've got to trust that people can handle it. I mean, if you can play a, mus musician, a musical instrument, you can pretty much do about everything. I know some uh, musos think they can't because that's their main focus, but they can. Their, their dexterity in hand and mind can fit any job to bring any income. But the next real thing would be, you know, trust that a musician can handle all of these details. I mean, music itself is like a language. So I want you to realise... Beware of the white noise. It's a lot to sift through. And maybe even for your own mental health is to say, all right, when I get warm and fuzzy stuff, I flick them. They're gone. Want right? people that's going to give us strong foundation, strong scaffold, because these are just positions to allow you to join all of that creativity into a single focus. So beware of the white noise. Beware of the warm and fuzzy uh, value because you can understand the basics yourself get it done, and then come up from a position of strength because we need more musicians earning a lifelong income from their music. No music, no life. What is this? Rectangle. Thank you. What is this? Triangle. Good girl, Dad. Thank you.